This is like the fifth time that I'm trying to record this intro because it is not that easy for me to put into words what this interview is all about because it's so different really for my podcast but it's something that I'm so grateful for and something that I really want to share more on the podcast like I want to share more diverse topics and not just rarely or barely rarely no and not just what what no that that word wasn't <laughs> wasn't right here but I don't just want to focus on business and marketing social media though I love that but there are really so many more connected topics to that whole showing up online in the most authentic way right it's not just marketing it's not just strategy and I'm so excited to talk with Tara Malarkey today all about how to use your feminine energy to really show up more authentic authentically online we are talking about really balancing your masculine and feminine energy in the age of hustle and go 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 and how can we find more balance and how can we really leverage our power that we especially as women have and we also talk about healing limiting beliefs and how really traumas from our childhood are holding us back from showing up authentically online really creating the businesses of our dreams and achieving abundance and we honestly talk about so many 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 different topics in this episode so I really hope you guys love this especially because it's different um, from what I usually talk about on the podcast so definitely let me know over on Instagram or leave a review on iTunes and let me know how you love this kind of different topic and without further ado let's welcome Tara to the Digital Diamonds podcast and I'm really excited to share this interview with you guys. This is the Digital Diamonds podcast helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. Hi, Tara, and welcome to the Digital Diamonds podcast. I am so excited to have you here to share your wisdom, and I'm so excited how this podcast is going to evolve. I'm just, I'm just really happy that you're here. So for anyone who doesn't know you, if you would want to introduce yourself, tell us what you do, and just, yeah, just introduce yourself. I'm excited. Cool. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. It is an honor to chat with you live and to reach your your tribe. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you connected with me via my podcast and mm -hmm. Instagram, if that's right. Yes. Um, yeah. So I am a women's empowerment, sensual embodiment, and business coach. And I have a podcast called Sacred Sex Codes, where we talk about everything from, you know, intimate relationships, emotional intelligence, uh, embodiment, somatic healing, and sacred sexuality. Um, and I also help women grow their businesses online. Um, and I really feel like the key is for us to do our deep healing work within so that we can really like calibrate to new levels of wealth and impact in the world. Yeah. I love that. It's so powerful. And your podcast, I love it. It's, <laughs> it's honestly so different. Like, it's so funny because I'm like only subscribed to like, I don't know, like business and marketing podcasts, some spirituality mm -hmm. podcasts, but then yours is just so different. And I love how you share um, that's actually, it's actually okay. That's like my first question because I'm so curious. Um, your topics that you are sharing, a lot of people would say it's like super private and like controversial mm. in a way as well. So have you ever had like blocks and limiting beliefs from like sharing mm. that truth of yours? Mm. That is such a good question. And it is definitely something I have had to do considerable healing mm -hmm. around since I started my business. And, you know, by started my business, I mean like 
you know, start to share who I am with the world on social media, right? And anyone who's, you know, living this kind of lifestyle, being sort of an influencer, wanting to live their mission and ministry in the world, they know at this point that, you know, really you are what sells what you're Mm -hmm. selling, right? And so you have to let you come out. But when we do that or we're taught that and then we're faced with that, like a lot of legit like stuff comes up, right? Like a lot of fear. So one that I want to mention that I think is really important for us all to remember is at least in my belief system, we've all lived multiple lifetimes. And um, for us women especially, we have likely been abused for our powers. Mm-hmm. And that memory still lives in our soul and our DNA. Um, and so it, it's real. Like, I just want to say that the physical is real. The physical fear that we feel is really real and can come one from that memory that's even like subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, just that we were maybe killed you know, for speaking our truth, for sharing what is real for us, for even outing other people who are abusing us. And so, yeah, that's real. The second thing that I had to really face was my family. Um, You know, my family definitely is uncomfortable still with how much I share online. And especially when I talk about things like sexuality or embodiment and how getting in our body is the pathway to, you know, really living the juiciest life um, that we can. And, you know, I've had to face a lot of that and just like claiming my own story as mine and knowing that my intention is never to hurt anyone else, but I still get to have my story and share my story. And mostly I really connected with the feeling that there are, as I did it slowly and slowly, and the feedback that I got that I'm sure, Laura, you've had as well, um, which is that people resonate. Mm -hmm. It was this feedback loop that I needed that said, like, there are people out there who've had similar experiences to me, and they need to know that they're not alone. And I feel that it's part of my mission and my destiny on this planet in this soul lifetime to be... um, a mentor and take a stand and be like sort of a light for others. So that's how I've at least stayed on that path and committed to revealing um, pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I honestly love that. And I have a, a few more questions on that, but before I forget, I would actually love if you could kind of define for you from your standpoint what it means to be um, an authentic personal brand and to create that online because you definitely are such an authentic personal brand. Hmm. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I, I receive that and take that in. And what comes up for me first is I feel like uh, authenticity, unfortunately, has become this word that's overused and therefore diluted, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the question is so relevant that you're asking because most people don't really know what it means, mm-hmm. even though they're trying to, to do it, say. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying, like, I'm all, I'm, I know everything, but authenticity there was a time in my life that I was thinking I was being authentic and I really had no access still to the depths of my beliefs, my stories, and my heart and my truth. And the reason for that is because I had a lot of emotional trauma Mm -hmm. and wounds that were still unhealed. And when you have emotional wounds from say childhood, um, if you haven't really done a lot of the work to explore them, they're likely running your life and you don't realize it. So if you have wounds um, around connection and relationship um, and around your heart, they create blocks you know, to intimacy. And when I say intimacy here, I'm referring to intimacy with yourself. Mm-hmm. So 
it really is just important to to find someone who can help you do that work. And that's when authenticity really comes. Like that's when you really know yourself. And so I'd say the answer to your question from my perspective is that you cannot be authentic without being so attuned to yourself and your own emotions and your own process. And you give space for that and you really allow that like it's impossible for you to be authentic in the world without having cultivated that relationship with yourself. Yeah, that is so, so, so true. Because if we are like, if we have those deep limiting beliefs, then we subconsciously, like we just hold ourselves back. Like it, there is no way we can break through that if we don't work on it. So I would love, like, could you define or not define, but could you describe to our listeners, like, how does it feel like or how can you notice that you are that you kind of lost touch with yourself and how does it feel like when you are in touch with yourself like with your emotions and what you just talked about like what's kind of the difference how can we see like on where on the spectrum are we right now mm. yeah so That's a big question. And to break it down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it though. I love the question. Um, I'd say that when I think about my own experience, um, the ways in which I knew that even though I was doing a lot of spiritual work, I had traveled the world studying with gurus. Like I had lived in India and Thailand and Bali and all over the world. And so I had learned a lot of spiritual bypassing um, which is a lot of this positive affirmations, um, law of attraction rhetoric, which like is totally, totally useful at some point, but without doing the true excavation of our emotions and potentially wounds and traumas that are still living in our body, we are just like covering it up with like positive bullshit, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't actually make lasting change. That's why it's important. It's not sustainable. So it will work for a while, but then we will have a breakdown. So I had been doing that for years, not realizing that a lot of the emotional wounds from my childhood, and mostly that was just not being emotionally met by my parents. And I would say that like, I still lived a pretty good life. You know, I just want to say that because a lot of times trauma is such a huge word for people that they think like, I don't have trauma, right? It's loaded. It feels like, oh, you must have had this major thing happen. And I didn't have any major thing happen. I just, you know, realized later in life through my own relationship ruptures that I, I hadn't been met as a child, really emotionally met. And so The way that I knew that before I actually knew it was because my life wasn't feeling good. And so I had worked really hard to gain a lot of success outwardly, but inside I was lonely. Uh, I couldn't really sustain relationships with both men and sisters. There was a lot of rupture or a lot of like, not necessarily drama because I did have a lot of spiritual practice, but I would like cut people out so things wouldn't last long. And, and ultimately though, it was because I knew that I was out of alignment or that I wasn't seeing something because I wasn't manifesting the kind of life that I wanted. And when I started to really own what I really wanted, it was like relationship and love and intimacy with people around me, like have a lot of people around me that felt like that's what I wanted, but it was elusive. It wasn't happening. Um, and so that's how I started to know that there was something I was missing. You know, I wasn't experiencing the levels of intimacy in my life that I really wanted. And I was smart enough to see in other people were happening, like were possible. And so for me, that's how I know. And that's how I would say other people, if you look at your life and the things that you've wanted for some time are still not happening, and you've tried everything that you know, then likely there's just something underneath that you haven't seen yet. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, there is actually a really, I was thinking when you talked about like childhood uh, traumas, I'm actually just reading um, a book. It's unfortunately, I think they only have it in German, um, but it's also it deals with how you have like an inner child and it's basically split between the like sun child, the shadow child and how that really influences you like all the time. And so I know it's such a broad and deep um, topic, but how is it that people heal those traumas? Mm. Well, my personal opinion and in my experience, the traumas are healed in relationship. So number one is to find someone who will help you. And that's either a therapist, like a somat, I highly recommend somatic therapists because they're body-based. They help you find the wound in your body where it's living in your body as well as talk therapy. So this is a sort of cutting edge understanding of this that you know, like our wounds and traumas aren't just intellectual, right? They don't just happen in our thoughts or like we didn't just experience the hurt in our brain. Our body actually has a wound. It might not look like an open gashing blood wound to us, but inside it is. And it's going untended. And it's actually how we develop like sickness or anxiety or depression or gut issues, like they literally manifest in our body because we haven't looked at them. So I highly recommend someone who can help you find it located in your body. And I think somatic psychotherapists are really great on that. You can also look for a mentor, someone like me or someone who has experience here and the reason I say this is not to you know, sell anyone into services. It's really that you need someone to reestablish safe relationship with you mm. yeah. because likely you didn't have a fully emotionally safe relationship with your, with your parents. And so that's where the wound began. It wasn't emotionally safe. And so therefore you developed these survival mechanisms to, to get through life, but they served you to survive physically, but they didn't serve you really to survive emotionally, you know, and that's where happiness and fulfillment come from. So it's really important to develop a relationship with someone who can really hold safe space with you for you to explore what might have happened early in your life, you know, because you're really going back and looking at that. And the way that I found out what happened early in my life was really actually examining what was happening right now in my life. So if I was having a certain relationship with a friend or even a lover and there was some rupture or some problem, and usually I would find that either I wasn't speaking my truth because I was afraid I wouldn't be met, right? And this wound started when I was a child, or I couldn't set a boundary because I was afraid they would leave. This also started when I was a child. Um, and I wasn't fully in my heart. So I was very guarded and therefore I was attracting people in my life who were very guarded, even though I desperately wanted deep intimacy. So it was only through the, the mentors and therapists and coaches that I hired that helped me see the relationship between those two things and then help me heal it, right? And then it was like, where does it in your body? And then doing inner child work, like a lot of inner child, like building a relationship with my little girl that is still there kind of like scared as fuck, if I can say that. Um, <laughs> that mine, you know, that like being me and being the fullness of my too muchness or my too emotionalness or my too craziness is going to make someone flee or leave, like tending to her, that fear in her that is actually really um, connected to where we began the podcast, Laura, which is that's what that wound is when you're afraid to speak your truth, even online or in your business, because what if you get rejected? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I just, I could, first of all, I love your voice. I told you that I could just like, it's so therapeutic. Yeah. I love listening to you. Um, I really Thank love you. that. Like, as I said, I've never shared that like deep topics like that on the podcast. And I'm so grateful that you're sharing that because I feel like so often, especially like in business and the marketing space, like we look for the mistakes 
mistake and like a strategy or you know like those mm-hmm. superficial things that is like the fault that it's not working but it's often so much deeper and it's actually kind of holding us back so I love how you combine both things so mm-hmm. what I would actually love to ask you is what is your opinion because I know it's also like a big topic what's your opinion on the whole like hustle movement yeah. and like the go 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 because I feel like yeah. you're so obviously so feminine and like so much just feminine energy like what's your opinion on that yeah like that's it's a great question and there's so much to that number one is I think that hustle and grind and that kind of um energy that we've been all like or a lot of people have been spouting and talking about comes from trauma Um, so like it literally is unhealed trauma, both individually and collectively. We live in a patriarchal society and at least still currently we're shifting, which is the rise of the feminine. And this isn't gender based. This is an energy based. So masculine is like analytical, logical, push, force, create a container, make it happen, take action. And this is all good. Like we need this. All of us need this. We all have the masculine in us. However, this society that we've been living in has been so masculine focused to a toxic level, meaning we are, you know, we're not taking care of our people. We're not taking care of our land. We're not taking care of the environment. We're not taking care of the animals. And so there is an imbalance because the feminine knows nurturing. The feminine knows care. The feminine knows slow. The feminine knows heart the feminine knows emotions, the feminine knows listening, the feminine knows receiving, and it's a balance. But we all have been just conditioned to push and force and hustle and just literally ignore any signal from our body that we need to slow down. And so we're experiencing a collective crisis, honestly. A lot of people are sick. Um, whether they're chronically ill or they just have like constant adrenal fatigue or gut health issues. And then obviously we're seeing globally, there's a lot of toxicity and, you know, um, sickness, illness, like deep illness on the planet. So in my opinion, it's really up to us. Like, I, I really believe this, this, it is our, We actually all came here as souls on the planet right now in 2019 to anchor a more balanced energy. That doesn't mean that we need to go completely in our feminine and, you know, just like have sex and orgasm and nurture and be emotional and like not get anything done. That's not, that's not what um, we're saying. And a lot of people think that, Um, but we do need to do more of that. We actually need to honor and like recognize the power in that, that when we're in our body, that our auric field, that our radiance, that our energetic body that's connected to source is actually way more powerful than hustling. And we get to anchor that on the planet within us individually, and we get to anchor it for the collective. And we do that, you know, for the collective by anchoring it individually and really doing the work right now within to heal our own wounds that are that are making us override our body right and continue to hustle and pursue say money which like i stand for wealth for women 100% but not at the expense of not listening to your body and the wounds that might be there um and integrity, you know, like really having integrity in what you're sharing with the world and how your business is running and what you want to say in your marketing. Um, it's really important. So yeah, to answer your question, I just think that we're at this point where sovereignty, which is the combination of home, like the, the, the fusion of masculine and feminine within into making us whole and that we're going to anchor individually and so that we can anchor that on the planet. And so therefore we find more balance within, meaning we get time to work and we get time to play. And like we literally, it's not work hard, play hard. It's like, you know, do some of the action and then also really spend time in the feminine, like listening and receiving the downloads and trusting that that is power. You know, that's the, the, 
the paradigm that we're entering into now, which is really cool. Yeah. I, I'm so, oh my God, I'm just so grateful that you are sharing all of that. It's, it's really great. And something that just came up for me is, so I'm currently doing an internship. I work in a social media agency. And so I'm super used to like, besides uni doing my own business so working for myself and I've really learned how I love to work like I love to just do something and then kind of as a balance I love to do yoga or meditate or go on a walk like I can't work like eight hours and then like you know what I mean like I guess you are like similar and I feel like yeah I feel like now that I'm working like quote unquote, like in a proper whatever agency workplace. I feel like this way, the more feminine way of working, I mean, if you could generalize it, I don't want to generalize it, but you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's said to be like, it's not taken as seriously. I feel like the feminine yeah. way is not taken seriously in society yet and um, so how can yeah. we feel more powerful because you just said like feminine is so powerful which I 100% agree and um, a lot of people just don't think that yet I guess I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah because we're on the cutting edge and so like it really is this moment in time right now that we are needing to embody it and know that we are literally, when I say anchoring these codes on the planet, we are the first, when we are resonant with this message, we feel that we came here partly to do that here. And yeah, the general population is not going to get it. Hmm. So how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, do you have any general, like, I don't know, how do you, Like, how do you yeah, personally a, without, I mean, obviously healing the traumas. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think space. So like giving yourself a lot of space when you find yourself busy all the time, that's a, like the, that's the first sign that you're avoiding something, mm. you know, and you're mostly in the masculine. So even if you're like, I do do yoga and I go to the gym and I do the walk, but if there's never any silent space mm. where there's nothing, then you, you know, you're still kind of in that running energy. I'm not saying that to you personally, that's pretty much everyone. So like, for example, last night, instead of, you know, watching Netflix, which a lot of times I can do, right. It's like, I finish working and then I have dinner and then I might sit down with um, my partner and, and we might watch, you know, a series and, you know, I just needed like, because of the full moon and we're in this kind of equinox energy right now, you know, I decided like, I need to, I need to go in my bedroom and create some space to journal And to just sit in silence and maybe that means meditate, but that meditate is such a loaded word. Um, mm. So whatever it feels to you, like breathe. I did some journaling, like, and journaling for me meant both excavating the underlying maybe doubt and fear and stuff I had running and just like getting that out on paper. And then also shifting that into affirmations and, you know, confirming my worthiness and writing about that. Um, and then I naturally went into a self massage. And so I took off my clothes and I got, um, massage oil and I just started massaging my entire body by myself. Mm. Um, and then I went into self pleasure and, and then I was sort of like, you know, pretty much coming out of that space. And it was probably like an hour and a half where I just spent my, like alone, no TV, no computer, not, not looking at my phone. Um, I did have my journal with me um, and just touching my body is really important for me. Um, sitting in silence and the silence or just the, the openness is important for receiving downloads. You know, we are consistently, constantly able to receive transmissions from the higher realms. But if you're running all the time and constantly have your schedule jam packed with even self-care, 
you're not going to receive it, you know? So just like giving more space. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, sometimes I actually have to force myself. Like sometimes, like when I'm work, like when I'm walking to work, it takes me like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm always listening to podcasts because I, I feel like when I'm not, I'm, I could, I could learn, you know what I mean? So if I don't, I feel like yeah. guilty for not doing, but then it's like, like always when I don't listen to podcasts and when I don't listen to music, that's exactly when all the ideas come and all the, yes, like that's, that's the thing. And that's what I, you know, I meant to share today and all of that. Like it comes when you are silent and that's sometimes it feels hard where it shouldn't feel hard to create space and to be silent because like that's natural, if you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like, I mean, generally with the conversation of taking time for yourself and taking time off, it's always like in our society, like first we feel like we have to deserve it to take time off. And so I love that you shared your practices. Do you have any other practices to connect with creativity and your feminine energy and just to create Mm. space? Uh, well, I'm a dancer, so I dance Dang. a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sometimes I don't think of it in the same um, respect as like me just spending time alone because I usually go out to some kind of event or club to dance, which I'm not like a really big uh, going out person at night anymore, but I salsa and bachata dance. And so Ooh. this is one of my loves. And yeah, I spend a few nights a week uh, going out dancing. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's it's super great. Um, so what I would also speaking of like practices or like some more hands-on stuff, how mm. can we because like I personally like my best content ideas and just my best ideas generally, like they always come when I'm like on a walk or in the shower, like how it's normally, right? Like when you just don't really do anything. So what are some other ways that we can channel our like feminine energy and our creativity to like grow our brands, our businesses? Like what's the more Mm. business related advice for that? Mm, That's a good question. Um, Yeah, like I would say that really just tapping into your own heart center and what your body loves to do and to feel. Like everyone is individual. And so I believe that so much of our magic is living like within our body. And when we activate our body through Self-pleasure can be one, which is a very important part that we need to bring back online. Most of us have a lot of shame in that area. So I Mm -hmm. highly recommend spending some time with yourself with a pleasure energy to it. Um, So my self-massage was like a pleasure, you know, sort of like touching myself in a way that felt really pleasurable, almost erotic, I guess, is the Mm -hmm. sort of a word to put on it that really um, takes it to a sort of sensual place. Um, Sensual dance is another thing I highly recommend for all women. I mean, even men, but um, I just do sensual dance mostly in my house. And like, I'll put on some, put on a music, like our song that I think is really that, like, I don't know if I find really sexy. And I let myself um, just move however I want to move. Like there's no you can do it in front of a mirror, but I highly recommend when in the beginning, just not, you know, just moving, even if you're just down on the ground, you know, you don't even have to like move standing up. You can do, you can be in like cat cow yoga position, but allow your body rather than doing cat cow, for example, which is sort of a linear movement. It's like up and down, um, allow the more circular energy to come through the, the circular energy is the more feminine energy and the linear energy is more masculine energy. So while I love yoga, I've been practicing yoga for 10 plus years. Um, it definitely still has a linear, um, movement and a more mm-hmm. masculine movement energy to it. So I really recommend all women start to get in more of a sensual circular body movement practice 
at least once a week um, so that they're feeling into their hips, but like there being no right or wrong, there being only what feels good, you know, like your body wants to go this way now or this way now. And then what I'd encourage you to do is be mindful of any blocks that come up right there. Right. Because a lot of us will notice just from that is like, oh, I feel like I want someone to tell me what to do. I don't really feel comfortable just moving the way my body wants to move. It feels maybe purposeless or that I'm not getting anywhere or I'm not doing it right. Am I doing it right? And all of this is intellectual and analytical and the masculine mind. And so we start to just notice, and then what we're doing in the process is reawakening stagnant, stuck, dense, dead energy in our body. And I promise you, when you start to do this, the effects on the downloads, the transmissions, the ideas, the creative magic for your business, what is possible, like expands, expresses, and, you know, multiplies. So that, like that is what I would recommend for anyone who's wanting to really understand how to tap into like their zone of genius for their business. Because if I can just add this one piece, what I'm taking a stand for right now in anyone's business is you can't just become a coach or a digital marketer or an influencer or someone out there and expect to have a business just because anymore. You have to take a stand. You have to come to the market and have something interesting to say that calls forth your people who are waiting for you. And so that's why emotional excavation, being in your body in a sensual way, in a, um, non sort of focused, uh, non result oriented way really matters because that's when you start to access your zone of genius, your feminine brilliance or masculine brilliant brilliance. If you're a man or you feel mostly connected to the masculine essence, um, that's when that comes through and you get to bring that forth in your messaging to market your business. And that's when people flock to you. They get you. They hear you. They feel you. They want only you. They choose you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I love, I love that so much. Like that's what I say all the time as well. Like anyone can copy like a business yeah. idea or a marketing strategy, but no one can copy your personality and your story and like people I feel like they're getting it more and more and more but people still don't share it enough like people still do not share it like like you do like let's say how you do like so authentically like when I read your content it's just like yes like I can tell that it's you right Mm. and Mm -hmm. that's just that's just so so important and I love that you brought that up because it's so important. Thank you. I do think um, it is what uh, spirit is asking for us to really evolve this area of our businesses at this point. So I'm just kind of like a a channel for the message. Yeah, I love that. So thanks for for channeling. And talking about channeling, (laughs) um, actually, what I would also love to ask you kind of as a I don't know, like roundup is what do you think that the woman or the man who's listening right now needs to hear? Is there anything that's coming through where you're like, okay, I need to share that now? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think the main thing that's coming through is that the wisdom is in the body. I mean, it's what we've been talking about, but what I'm feeling so strongly is that the collective is so intellectually focused, analytically Mm -hmm. focused, trying to build and make happen and make more and be successful. And we should all do that, live our highest destiny, live our highest potential. Uh, But it's unsustainable with this hustle and grind energy that we've been talking about, which is more the toxic masculine um, energy. And so I just, the main message is that like beyond your wildest dreams, imagination, like 
what you even think is possible, the way there is in through your body, through your heart, through your sexual center, through your sensual center. Like those two places need to come online for you to be living the highest expression of wealth, of impact, of um, love on the planet. Yeah, that is amazing. And it's, oh my God, I'm just so really like, I cannot say it enough, but I'm so excited that you shared this totally different perspective on the podcast, but it's just so true. And like, you really spoke to me personally as well, because I've, I've talked about it on the podcast, but I am someone, I mean, a lot of us are like that, where we always feel like we have to do something and otherwise we won't be enough. We won't achieve, we will fall behind. And that's just not true at all because it's not worth sacrificing like your happiness your health anything just to achieve whatever we think is our worth yes exactly i mean i've been in my own business for seven years and so what i i'm also coming to that conversation with a maybe a little bit of a different perspective um that trying you know to do business in that old paradigm eventually will catch up with you like mm -hmm. and not i'm not saying that as a fear tactic but it's unsustainable yeah. um it's unsustainable for your for your health and for your emotional health and for you know like what you really want and so i'm i really would love everyone to to you know avoid that, I guess. And if it's part of your soul's destiny that you need to experience it, that's okay too. But maybe if I let you know now that, um, you know, exploring the wounds and traumas that might be holding you back, self-sabotaging you, holding you from experiencing wealth, um, and like giving your unique message to the world. And uh, if that, if my message that, you know, exploring yourself and your body, like helps you, like that's what I think is really important right now because uh, doing it any other way just eventually will, will catch up and, and it won't, it won't work out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I feel like there is almost like, I love to like listen to podcast interviews and just like hear people's stories, especially from like entrepreneurs and stuff. And I feel like there's this pattern where every single entrepreneur, like almost every single entrepreneur, they did so much work in the beginning that they burned out, like almost every yeah. entrepreneur. And I feel like it's, it's just normal. And it's just like, oh, it has to be that way in the beginning to I don't know, start. And what do you think? Like, do you think they're still in the beginning? There has to be that period or can we just completely do it differently? Hmm. Um, so like, you know, I, I definitely think one of the mistakes that we hear out there for some, some people, some women even that are taking a stand for, you know, really doing growing from a feminine essence is or is sort of the spiritual bypassing that I talked about earlier, which is like you could just think your dreams into existence or you just have to be a vibrational match and it's really all about frequency. And this is true. However, spirit, source, God, goddess, however you want to call the higher energies that are working with you, co-creating with you, do actually need you to take action. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I will not sit here and say that it doesn't require like quote unquote work, which I really don't like that word anymore right? <laughs> because it just sounds like something you don't want to do. But when you love your work, like it isn't work, right? Exactly. Um, so, so the main thing I'll say, because this is so nuanced, Laura, like it's so individual and nuanced, mm. but it requires a deep, intimate relationship with yourself in every moment. Mm -hmm. Because every moment is different. Every day is different. Like for example, when you are familiar with energies and astrology and you know what's happening on the planet as well as what's happening in your business. And if you're a woman, what's happening in your own moon cycle as well. All of that needs to be taken into account as you run your business. Mm -hmm. 
Otherwise, you're fighting against forces within your body and you know outside the planet, and therefore you drain energy. Then also you're working with your own wounds and traumas. And I'm not expecting someone to go like one, you know, one day unhealed and the next day healed, and now they can move forward. This is a process. It doesn't mean you can't work on your business in that process, but what it does mean is that you become so attuned to yourself so that the moments or the days or an hour or like literally moments when you feel like you are abandoning yourself, which is also a wound that you might've learned as a child when someone didn't meet you emotionally, they abandoned you or you felt abandoned. You didn't really realize that at the time, but now you abandon yourself, meaning you don't attune to your needs. Like f- the, the smallest way this shows up that I, lo- I love giving this example because people really get it is like sometimes when you're working, how long do you hold your pee? <laughs> right? Because you're like, no, it doesn't matter, you know, Mm. or how long do you wait to eat? And things like that show up. And it's the way in which you are ignoring your own needs for the work. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm not saying lay in bed all day, but if there's a day where you feel particularly heavy or you get a rush of emotional, emotional processing that needs to come through, then you got to give yourself that day or that morning or those few hours to stay in bed and to cry or to just watch Netflix or like whatever it is that would feel healing, but that you don't push through and say like, nope, I got to work. So that's the way it shows up individually. And you get to, in every moment, attune to yourself and say, am I abandoning myself right now? Am I really exhausted? Would sleep be the more nurturing thing for me? And of course, it's a fine line, right? Especially those of us who maybe have patterns of like abandoning ourselves by being lazy, mm, yeah. right? So then we don't want to go the other edge and be like, well, I could stay in bed all day. Like that's actually really easy for me. Um, and then not do the work that actually gets us where we want to go. So it is a dance. And this is why a mentor and a coach really is important that is familiar with this because they can hold you accountable they can see your resistances. They, they hopefully can be aware of safe containers and wounds that might be showing up for you so that they can just continue to hold a container for your growth, even while you process. Yeah, that is so true. And, and just on the topic of coaching, like I definitely, like I have, I have a coach and it's, it's so like people don't, like I, I don't know how people do life like sometimes without a coach, like I just don't even know how they do it, but it's like, <laughs> I know. it's, it's so important as well that you, that you have someone in your life who kind of is, is really balancing you out because like, I always need a coach who is more calm and more like flowy and, you know, like more of that grounding energy to balance my super, yeah. Like when we talk about like the doshas and Ayurveda, like I'm super like Vata and super like always like up there and I need someone who's more like more like chill. And I think it's super important because like you talked about uh, healing wounds and like traumas in the beginning, you said like healing it through relationship with which I actually love because a lot of people like they say in order to have relationships, you first need to like heal yourself, which I know it like has to do with the traumas, but I think it's totally okay to get help, right? It's not that you have to figure everything out by yourself. And in fact, you can't. Yeah. It's actually that in relationship, and I mean that in like coaching relationship, Mm -hmm. um, friendships, and then lovers or really, you know, romantic relationships that is actually how we work it out. Mm-hmm. So some of the work can be done alone, like some of the exercises that I talked to you about, like you need to be doing that every day, all day, depending on what feels good. But healing attachment and connection wounds that are really standing in the way from deeper intimacy for both your love life and your business life, because intimacy is really the key here, mm-hmm. that is healed in relationship. 
Yeah. I love that. And oh my God, <laughs> I could like so many <laughs> questions are coming up. I could like ask you so much more. Um, but I yeah. think we shared so much stuff to think about really and a lot of new things. So how if if listeners want to find out more about the things that you talk about like how can they find you what do you want to offer is there anything that you want to tell the listeners sure yeah so um well they can find me on instagram at feminine.embodiment your instagram is amazing <laughs> yay thank you thank you and um And then Facebook uh, by my name, Tara Malarkey, which I'm sure will be here in the show notes. Yes. And um, yeah, if you, if you find me on Instagram in my links, there is a free webinar that I talk a lot about, um, you know, how to be, how to grow your business as like an embodied feminine leader um, now in 2019. So you might want to check that out. And that mm. would be the free webinar. Mm -hmm. uh, And yeah, like just come follow me and chat with me. I love um, if this if this was impactful for you. I'd love to hear from you. And you can also um, email me, which is Tara at taramalarkey.com. Yes, and you guys have to subscribe to our podcast because it's amazing. Yes, <laughs> yes. we talk a lot about this on the podcast. All mm -hmm. of these um, all of these topics, and so I'd love you to come check that out as well which is sacred sex codes on iTunes and you can find the link also on my Instagram. Yay. So thank you so much. It was like awesome too. Yay. I loved it as well. I live for these conversations. Like, I mean, every day that I get to um, talk about the stuff mm -hmm. that I love uh, and share it with people who really, you know, want to hear it and they're wanting to rise in the same uh, way this is like a dream come true, right? So like live life like this. So thank you for the invitation, Laura, and thank you for creating this space. Oh, you're welcome. It was awesome. Thank you so much, Tara, for being on the podcast. And thank you so much for listening until now. If you really enjoyed listening to this episode, if you came until here, I would love if you could take a screenshot of you listening and put it onto your IG stories and link myself and Tara so we can say thank you and we share it and connect with you. That would be super awesome. And yeah, I always appreciate any recommendations that you have for... Um, podcast episode topics or interview guest if you have any cool ideas then let me know dm me on ig or wherever you can find me because i always respond i love connecting with you guys